So good to see everyone this morning. And um, yes, I did get uh, dressed up for special occasions. Some of you are like, hey, what's going on, Pastor Craig? Are we changing the dress code? Uh, we don't have a dress code, for one. Um, but also, um, it is a baptism morning. It's a morning where we are celebrating God meeting people. Last week, as we've been going through the Gospel of John, we read a story where Jesus met five people, and it changed their life. And as we read the Gospel of John, we recognize, obviously, when Jesus was walking this earth, that people met him and it changed their life, but that's not just true for 2,000 years ago. Jesus meets people today. Jesus meets people where they're at. He sees them where they're at, and today is an opportunity for us to celebrate that four of our people have met Jesus, and it has changed their life. We've been going through in our baptism class, um, we've been going through our baptism class and talking about some of the things about baptism. And in your, uh, in your uh, worship folder, there's a little outline in there just of who's getting baptized, but also a little bit about baptism. And what we see in Scripture is that baptism is one of really the great milestones of a life of faith. That as we see in Scripture, we see people coming to faith in Jesus, hearing the good news that Jesus has come, that Jesus has died for our sins, that Jesus has made, by faith, has made us righteous, and responding in faith brings us new life. And that what we see in Scripture is that as people hear the gospel and respond in faith, that one of the first things that they do is they get baptized. That this is one of the things that we see happen on the pages of the New Testament, story after story. As a matter of fact, in our baptism class, we give a little folder, a little readout of baptism passages and stories of baptism, and a lot of those are in the book of Acts, and you just read story after story after story of someone who comes to a saving faith in Jesus, and one of the first things they do, like the Ethiopian eunuch, is like, what stops me from being baptized? Why can I not say Jesus is my Savior publicly? And so there are a few things as we go through today. We're going to have each of our people come up that we had... Um, Two of our um, folks get baptized over in Israel. One get baptized up at Hume Lake, and we're going to baptize one this morning. So we're going to have them come up one at a time. And one of the things that we do here at Taft is one of the things about baptism, and we're gonna, there's a few things about baptism, and I just want to walk through them. You guys with me this morning? This is good. I mean, I'm trying to get over the fact that I'm wearing flip-flops and, and board shorts. Like, that's weird for me, so I hope it's weird for you that we all get over it together. And so I'm just going to say a few things about baptism, and then really what I want our message to be this morning is just from the mouths of those who have experienced life change from Jesus, just in their own words, how that has taken place. So let me just say a few things about what we cover in the baptism class for two weeks. We meet and we talk about what baptism is, and then we all meet together again the next week to share our stories of faith, and it's so encouraging. So here's what we find out about baptism. The first thing about baptism is that baptism is a symbol. It symbolizes the washing away of our sins. One of the things that we're going to do when we go into the waters of baptism is it symbolizes something that has already happened when we put our faith in Jesus. Titus 3.5 says this, He saved us not on the basis of deeds that we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Just hear this. 
He saved us by the washing of regeneration. And that as we go into baptism, as we see baptism, it symbolizes that Jesus washed our sins away, but also brought us up into new life. Amen? Like, we come here because we believe that there's life in Jesus. And that's why we participate in baptism. So it symbolizes the washing away of our sins. It also, part, um, it also symbolizes what Jeff read for us this morning, that we already have participated, that somehow God has made it. So Jesus' death and resurrection, that we also are participating in that death and resurrection. In, a, in, a, in, in kind of this weird mystical way, we have already died with Jesus and have been raised up, and we wait the day where we will actually die and be raised up anew. And so uh, Romans 6.3 says this, Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into death? When we put somebody down, in the water and baptism, like when Laura goes today, I'm not going to hold her under for a long time, right? Like we could because it symbolizes death. When we go down into the water, it symbolizes that we are participating in the death of Jesus. But it also says this, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And that as we come out of the water, that it symbolizes that we are sharing in the resurrection. We share in his death, we share in his resurrection, and we await the day, come Lord Jesus, when we will experience that for ourselves in reality. One of the things I think that's really cool about um, when I was working at Biola, I was working alongside some intercultural studies professors, and they were sharing that in some places, particularly in Africa, where there's not a lot of water, there's not a lot of standing water, and people are believing in Jesus, but they're like, how do we practice baptism? And what they would do, because they didn't have a lot of water, and they believed in full immersion, right, that they, what they would do is they would actually dig a grave, they would lower the person into the grave, and then raise them out of the grave. And that was how they baptized. Because that is what this symbolizes, that we have died with Christ, but also that we have been raised with him, and that we eagerly await his coming from heaven. Not only is it the washing away of our sins, the symbolizing the washing away of our sins. By the way, we believe that our faith in Jesus is what saves us. Our faith in Jesus is, what, is how our sins are forgiven and we are made righteous. It's not the waters of baptism, it's a symbol. That's what we believe here. And so this idea that we participate in the death and resurrection, but also one of the important things about baptism is it symbolizes the beginning of the reality of new life. We're washing away by regeneration. One of my favorite verses, one of the first verses I ever memorized when I was a, when I was a new believer, 2 Corinthians 5.17. You guys know this verse? If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. New life. The old has gone, the new has come. And one of the things that we recognize is that God oftentimes puts in our lives milestones that remind us that we, what we once were, we are no longer. That what we have been, that God is making us into something new. That a milestone, and oftentimes baptism is that milestone. In the New Testament, it's one of the first things that believers do. And we would like to, here at TAP, we would like to close the gap. We're going to have some folks that got baptized, but they came to faith a long time ago. And now they're just getting baptized. We'd like to close the gap, to be quite honest. 
to the time where you come to faith in Jesus, you make a decision to follow Jesus, and the time that you, you symbolize that, you make a public profession of faith in baptism. And so we're having a chance to do that today. It's a milestone in this way. And then probably one of the most important things, and one of the reasons why we're doing this in front of you all, um, rather than just up at Hume Lake, or rather than in Israel, where there's not as many people, is because one of the things about baptism is it is an opportunity to make a public profession of faith. That we believe that these stories of faith are invigorating to our congregation. That as we hear stories of God transforming people's lives, that it has its work to do on us as well. It reminds us of those first days of our own faith. Do you remember those days for you? Do you remember what that was like? That these are reminders that God is at work and that God is changing lives. God is at work in this building and God is at work around in this community. Amen? And we are, we are looking for God and where his work is at so that we can jump in and join him in that work. I'm pretty pumped up, okay? Because this is honestly, hearing these stories and being part of this, there's nothing, there's nothing more invigorating to me than hearing how God has taken a hold of someone's life and has changed it and now is moving them out into their community, their friends, their family, and how people are hearing the gospel because of these lives that are changed. So what we're going to do is we're going to invite each of them up in turn, and we've got some videos too, because we didn't want people, I mean, we're going to relive the baptisms, guys. It's a dry baptism. Only, only three of them, then one of them we're actually getting wet. Well, actually, two of us are getting wet. I always say, if I go all the way under, it's a bad day for baptisms, okay? Uh, but if, if <laughs> anyway, we'll get to there. Dave Wall, Dave Wall, why don't you come on up? Dave is our first, I love it. Come on up, Dave, under the bright lights of the stage. Dave usually is in the back, right over there, uh, but Dave's up here today. <laughs> we got him to come up. So Dave was baptized in Israel, and we'll be able to see that in the Sea of Galilee, which is just a big Jordan River is what it is. Um, but Dave, would you say a little bit just about how it was that you came to faith initially? Hi, everybody. You all know me. Well, at least most of you know me. Um, I went to church as a kid, got baptized as a kid at 12 years old or something. I didn't know why. I'm sorry. I, it wasn't important. It was something you did. Uh, I wanted to get baptized in Israel because I know what it's for now. Um, I have a faith in Jesus that is, he's God. Uh, either he's the biggest lunatic on the face of the earth or he's God. I, pref I propose he's God, <laughs> you know. Uh, he's changed the face of our world. Uh, everything he's done has changed our world. Uh, the other reason I wanted to get baptized in Israel is because if I got baptized in Israel, I wouldn't have to stand in front of the congregation and talk. <laughs> so, you know, I thought it was a good deal. And then uh, <laughs> Craig sabotaged that, but uh, that's okay. Uh, I came to this church because of our old pastor. I worked out at the gym, not lately, but I used to. Uh, and uh, 
I met this guy on this bicycle, and the guy was a, he was an animal. He was, he was always there. So I, we'd have conversations, and after about three, four months, I asked him what he did for a living. He told me he was a pastor. I go, you are not. And then I go, where? And he told me, here. And my wife and I would take the moms to Mother's Day. We'd come to Easter. But we came here because of Bob. He is still a friend of mine. When he left the church, I was going to follow him. He said, no, you stay there. You fit there. And he's right. I do. I've got friends all through the church. Uh, when he left the church, he came to my house first. Well, the next day, and he was in tears telling me he was leaving the church, he was retiring. And I had to go back to the Bible studies we've had, and I go, is this God's way of putting you where you're supposed to be? And now he's teaching pastors over in Africa to be better pastors. I mean, he's loving what he's doing. So I, it was a good move for everybody, and I'm thrilled with this guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Dave, I, I'm so thrilled. It's, it's awesome to hear your story and just Pastor Bob's role in that. That's awesome. One of the things about Dave, just a, a couple of words of affirmation to you. I work with Dave every week. He's our head usher. I see Dave every week. We, when we meet together, we're like, everybody kind of ranks themselves on a scale from 1 to 10, their energy level. Only you can't use a 7 because everybody says 7. So you can't use a 7. But Dave doesn't need a 7 because he's always, what are you, Dave? Ten. Always a ten, this guy. Um, one of the things that I love about you, Dave, is you are a true partner in ministry. I come every week. You are here faithfully. I see God working through you. I see God you greeting people. I see people. You see people. You see people, I think, the way that other people don't see them. And you're, you're, you are truly, Dave has a gift for winning people over. When we were on our way to Turkey, he didn't fill out his health form. And so you should have seen the Turkish airline uh, lady. She was not pleased with Dave. And, um, but we, we got it all worked out. And by the end, Dave had her laughing and was, she was cracking up. Dave, you have, a way, you have a way with people. And I see it to travel with you and to see that. It was just wonderful. It was awesome. And I see God at work in you here. And so we have video of Dave's baptism in the Sea of Galilee. So... seeing me without my shirt on. Look, we both, we both don't have our shirts on, Dave, so let's just step back and let the people see. Dave, based on your testimony that you have faith in Jesus and based on your willingness to ba get baptized in obedience to him, I, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Here we go. All right, thank you, Dave. Lee, you're next. Come on up. Oh, my gosh, that's so good. So good. Lee, Lee and Mary Beth have been longtime folks here, uh, members here at Taft Avenue, and Lee was also baptized in Israel. And so, Lee, if you could just say a little bit about how you came to faith in Jesus. 
First of all, I was born and raised in the Lutheran Church. If you know the Lutheran Church, they're big believers in infant baptism, which is okay and good because that was the faith of my parents and obedience they brought me as an infant to be baptized. Of course, I'm going... So it really wasn't my baptism. I learned about Jesus. I didn't know Jesus through the teachings of the Lutheran Church. When I got into my high school years studying astronomy, studying biology, I realized that this universe is balanced on a razor-thin edge that supports life. And over the years, God has been hitting me over the back of the head with the Board of Education many times. And he kept saying to me, listen to me. And I didn't have that moment in time where a lightning bolt hit and I believed in God. It's been a steady progression over the years. And he keeps hitting me over the back of the head all this time. And as I was studying those astronomy and biology, I began to realize there had to be a supreme being who created all of this. There had to be someone in charge of all this because nothing comes from nothing. And in my high school years, I had many good youth leaders, and one of them in particular hit me with this. He said, one day the Christian church is going to be put on trial. And is there going to be enough evidence to convict you? And the more I thought about that, the more I realized, by golly, I got to turn my life over to this God, Jesus, who has created this wonderful universe that I'm constantly being in amazement of. And so ultimately, I turned slowly my life over to Christ, worried that I might not get convicted in a trial, that the prosecution might drop all of their charges because there's nothing to prove. And I believe that Christ was calling me at that moment, at that time, to accept him as Lord and Savior. It has taken me 70 years to reach the point where I could actually follow Christ into baptism and to declare him as my personal Lord and Savior. And I stand here today. He is my personal Lord and Savior. So good, Lee. It's so good. And I, I just want a couple of things to say to you, Lee. Um, I have really seen God at work in you in the last, especially the last few months. There has been, um, well, you have ongoing work in Mexico and Colonet and in Ensenada, but you've also stepped up and provided leadership for our global partners and our missions. You also work with Awana. But I have seen just recently um, just a sense that God is doing something in you. And I just wanted to affirm you with that. And I felt like in Israel and this willingness to come forward in baptism and to stand in front of everyone and give your testimony is just work of the Spirit in your life. And I'm so thrilled to be witness to it and to be blessed by it. So thank you, Lee. We have video. Let's go to the video.
believe, based on your testimony, that you have faith in Jesus, and based on your willingness to be baptized and obedient to him, and be convicted that you are a follower of Jesus, it is my pleasure to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Here we go. All right, I'm going to invite up Allie Honeycutt as well as Andrew to come on up. Also let Laura head on back there as well. And I'll... Thank you. Hi, everyone. This summer we got the opportunity to go to Hume Lake, and among many fun things, one of the best highlights of the trip, of course, was seeing Allie get baptized. So... Over the course of the summer, or just over the course of Hume, we saw this, this change in Allie. So, Allie, would you like to tell us just about what this experience was like up at Hume and what was leading up to that? Definitely. Um, I mean, growing up in a Christian home, went to church, read the Bible, um, and thinking that all being a Christian was, as you read the church, I mean, not read the church, went to church, read the Bible, um, and that made you Christian, or that my parents were Christian, and that made me an automatic Christian. Um, but getting older, I realized that I need to believe for myself that um, in the faith and that Jesus died and rose again. Um, and I remember kind of the first time uh, believing was when I was about six years old at like a VBS. Um, I said a prayer uh, to let him into my heart. And so I had that, you know, six-year-old faith, which was a six-year-old faith. Um, and then also seeing friends get baptized, um, I was like, oh yeah, I want to get baptized too, you know, thinking that all baptism was is, uh, you went under the water, you come up, and then bam, you're a Christian, and people clap for you, um, <laughs> uh, and to be honest, when I was younger, I wanted to get baptized because I was like, yeah, I want attention, and I want people to clap for me, um, <laughs> but uh, also realizing that baptism is baptism doesn't make you a Christian. It's just publicly declaring that you put your life in Christ and you give your life to him. Um, and I felt like my life before giving my uh, life to Christ was, I felt like I didn't really have hope. Um, I was uneasy. I had this like burden on my chest that I felt like was just weighing me down. And at Hume, it was just a really powerful experience I had with God. And I just felt him saying, uh, you need to give your life to me right now. Don't wait. Uh, do it now. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And that's what I did. Um, and I felt like my life uh, after or when I decided to give my life to Christ and let him, like, take over my life, I felt like immediately this burden lift off my chest. And my life after baptism has just been so far filled with peace and overwhelming sense of joy that nothing can take away from me. And um, I can't con I can't wait to continue my life walking with Christ. Yeah, Allie, we were just very 
like very proud of you. And um, we've even seen you grow as leaders of where we've realized like, dang, something's different about Allie now. And it's just been really cool for us to, to be your leaders. And we look forward to just seeing you grow in your relationship with the Lord. And we also have a video of it as well. So let's show the video. Jesus to be the Lord and your Savior of your life? Yes. And do you want to be baptized in obedience to him? Yes. Yay. Okay. <laughs> I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this is the most dangerous part of our morning. All right. Very good. So Laura, um, Laura Tank is uh, here at our church. So Laura, would you say a little bit about your faith in Jesus? Yeah, so I became a Christian when I was 16 in high school. So I wasn't raised in a Christian home. The only time we went to church was on Easter Sunday with my great aunt Dolores. And it was just the thing you sat through to have brunch at the end. And so um, didn't mean anything, wasn't talked about in my family. Um, yeah, so, but then in high school, my sophomore year, my older sister actually became a Christian. She had a friend invite her to church, and she came to know the Lord that way. And so she would come home and be just stoked on the things that she was learning, and she'd share all these things with me. Um, and at that same time, I had a friend at school, same thing, sharing the gospel with me, asking me to wrestle with questions like sin, are we good? Where does that come from? Those kinds of things. And so little did I know that friend and my sister actually got together and prayed for me. And so it was very intentional that they were both pursuing me and praying for me at the same time. And so just over the course of my sophomore year, the Holy Spirit was softening my heart, kind of opening me up to the idea of following him. I definitely struggled with, I don't want to be a robot of the Lord. I don't want to like, you know, not be in control basically. And so yeah, he really needed to knock out the hardness of my heart. Um, but then I went to church on Easter, as I did every Sunday, or every every year, and it was way different. I was bawling my eyes out the whole time. I was just really blown away with what the Lord did for me. I just could not believe that he would sacrifice himself to love me and know me and have me in his family. And so um, that night I went home, I prayed in bed, I said, I don't know what this is or what I'm really getting myself into, but if you love me that much, Lord, then I'm yours. And so I remember like the whole room falling silent and just being really, really confident that he was there and had entered my life. That's so good. So good. <laughs> uh, just hearing those stories, it, it just, it's so good. Um, just tell me a little bit about, tell us a little bit about why baptism, why now? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so since then, um, yeah, I don't know, just obviously different seasons of life, called to ministry, different milestones. Um, but I feel like I'm coming off of a period of him taking away, as he does, and good taking away for good reasons, um, for strengthening my dependence on him. Um, and I think now he's blessed me with moving into a period of giving and providing and just blessing me with so many, obviously my husband and his daughters being two big ones. And so, yeah, just kind of a momentous shift to mark with baptism seemed like the right time that's so good so good i want to just say laura it has been awesome to get to know you first through kelly and um and then 
to be able to perform the ceremony for Daryl and mm -hmm. you for your wedding and 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 get to know the girls and it has just been awesome you've been taking a leadership role in our women's ministry I just see I honestly see God at work in you and I just am just so thrilled that you're here in our community and that you're using your gifts and so I just want to affirm you and encourage you in that so you. so you ready I think so all right let's do it I don't know if I am but let's give it a shot here all right here let's face this way and then we'll go this way there we go okay I know. We see we're Sorry. it's stage directions. Yeah. It's easier to preach than it is to dunk. <laughs> All right. Laura, based on your faith in Jesus and your desire to be baptized in obedience to him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's pray together. Let's pray. Father, we're so grateful for these stories of faith, and we pray that our own faith would be bolstered by hearing how you have met these four people. And you are faithful to meet us wherever we are, in whatever moment, whether it is in a moment of triumph or it is in a moment of despair. You see us and you love us. We pray, Father, that you would continue to show yourself faithful, that we would have the eyes and ears to know that you are with us. And we pray this morning that you would be glorified in these stories of faith. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.